Yo, this is the American Gangster Isaiah Wolf, and you are now answering the Three Count Podcast. Well, by now, if you've heard this kind of intro, that means one thing. This is now entering 201, and I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, the man that leads you up that mountain called wrestling. And by now, you know, you've already figured it out that, it, you know, as you're sure, but it's never about me. It's about who's entering. So who's entering? You can find this person at CZW. You can find this person at the Wrestling Independent, although he was just kind of there, just not really like there, there. Uh, I, 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 I was there for a reason. I was, I was there for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> RSW. You can find this person at um, P, uh, PWM. You can find him at BCP. You can find him at PWH. You can find this man at XWX. You can find this man all over the world because that's what he does. He just travels and, you know, beats people up. But he is the American gangster himself, Isaiah Wolf. Hey, what's going on, man? What's going on? What is up, man? It has been four years in the making of like having you come on the show and just like I'm like, yeah, man. Like it's been it's been a minute. I'm like, I know the last time it was just you know prolific and everybody and stuff like that. And I know you had Tyree on, so this is like a this is like one of the few times that I like I know me and you've had our conversations like one on one sometimes in passing, but I was like I feel like the first time that we actually like sit down and just like you know talk to shit and it's like you know <laughs> yeah definitely chop it up because it's been like it's been crazy because like you said like we will talk back and forth like on, on I, I am and stuff like that we'll have like our messages and stuff and then like i know i have you checking out some of the matches and stuff like that but it was cool to run into you at the wrestling independent and then have a full conversation with you about like how things are going and what they're looking like and stuff like that so definitely being able to you know, go to you and ask you like how things are looking, and you were just like, "Yeah, you gave me your your advice and and, and your two cents about everything." I was like, oh, "Yeah, like I feel like I'm finally I'm I'm headed on the right track." Because when I when I talk to Tyree, <laughs> right, I tell Tyree the same thing, and Tyree's like, "Oh yeah, no, 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 like you're heading in the right direction. You're doing the things that you're doing. You know, keep doing this, keep doing that, keep going to training, keep doing all you know all the things like that." Tyree will yeah. say, and then hearing you say it too. Um, and, and it's not like to not invalidate what Tyree is saying, but also it just more validates what he said to me and to kind of help keep me moving in the right direction. So it was, uh, it was I'm like, like, nah, like it's, I wouldn't even say like, but there's a reason why I like, I always say like, like I always pitch that or not even pitch that. I always feel like, you know, we're three like-minded individuals because all of a sudden we, we, we know what we look for and stuff like that when we're actually seeing people's progression and stuff. Um, it's like Ty, Ty has his focal points and what he sees when he looks at people progressing from the first time he met them until now. Um, Marcus has the same is the same way when it comes to like you know like looking at people's progression and he has his eyes and stuff and stuff like that on what you know he's seeing and stuff like that, and myself included. But as long as we actually see progression, then it's like all right, you know, we we know what we're saying to a person didn't fall on deaf's ears, and that's something that also like that sticks out to us because like. I always feel like, you know, we, there's this thing that we like to say, I'm like, you know, not all the advice in wrestling is good advice, but all of a sudden you can actually have to take something that's actually like credible and like very constructive and you actually use it in the right way, then you're going to grow and you're going to grow and you're going to learn from that. Yeah, it's the it's the thing that like sitting down and like just hearing everybody like give their, their cr- critiques and stuff like that and show. And it's funny because like, uh, you know, at the wrestling open, actually, and for those who are going to like try to figure out the date for this. Uh, yesterday, I saw Tyree, and I told him, yeah. I was like, yo, I ran into Isaiah in Philly, and he was like, oh, oh, that's what was going on over there, and then I was telling him about how we were talking and stuff, and you were like, yeah, like, you know, you're you're obviously, because let's be real, like, and if you guys ever watched my second wrestling match ever, uh, I, was, I wasn't, like, I wasn't fatter, but I was definitely, I was, like, I was a little I was huskier, and then, like, now, like, I've lost a lot of, like, body fat, and so, like, obviously, I've been working on my physique and stuff like that, and then working on my I'm just like, like you, nah, I'm like, yo, from, from what I saw, like, from when I met you when your, like, your second match, and all of a sudden, to, to the progression that you have now is, like, a complete, it's a complete 180, and that's, and, and honestly speaking, I'm like, it's, it's, it's a good look for you, not just that, it shows that you're willing to take your craft and all of a sudden what you want to do in this business 
a lot more seriously because sometimes people just like rest on you know they just rest off of just just shit and and that's pretty much it but obviously you took the you took the feedback you took the criticism and obviously making it work like to be quite honest I'm like i go through the same thing my damn self and, and stuff like that and like, i'm like damn i'm de- like i think my body's on point and i'm just like ah, i think i could work on this i need to get this together and i was like ah oh, shit i gotta i gotta get tv ready i don't know when but wherever get that call I'm just, I'm just i just need to be ready <laughs> it's one of those things where like I I've taken that because in the military, you know, you have the mindset of like, you don't ever have to get ready if you stay ready. Yeah. And I've legitimately just run with that now. And I, and I, not that I never did it in the military. Cause I was always, yeah. I felt like I was always on point, but like taking that mindset and bringing it into the, into the wrestling yeah. world and then like always staying on the grind. Like, I think the, the one thing I definitely know I can improve on and Tyree says this to me all the time and I definitely understand, but like, I don't get to hit the ring as much as I used to. Yeah. Because I, I was doing it weekly when I was in Maryland, but now that I moved up yeah. to Massachusetts, like I'm still working on getting to that place where I can go weekly, but yeah. I'm in the gym, you know, six days, uh, five, six days a week. So like, I, it's not like I don't work on anything. And then I try to do match studies at least like once or twice a week to see what matches I'm watching and what I'm paying attention to and learning and then trying to apply that to myself and then yeah. work on the mental game. So like, it's, yeah, I, I I definitely understand. Like, this is a business and it's a craft, and you have to grind on your craft to like make yourself as good as you can make yourself. Oh yeah, most most definitely. Um, like, like I'm not gonna lie to like there was a time where I would I wouldn't even say like like I was addicted, but I was definitely like an avid like an avid performer of like you know just like just studying. Studying everything, studying what can make me different, studying moves that I might can I can incorporate to just that would just you know pretty much amplify who I was and stuff like that. And 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 like it got to the point where like yo I I it it consumed me, but it it helped me out because all of a sudden it allowed me to just you know think differently as a as a performer and and a wrestler and stuff like that. And there was times where I've actually just pitched stuff to to Marcus and Tyree, and they looked at me like. <laughs> How's that supposed to work? I was like, yo, just just trust me. I'm like, yo, just just trust me. I'm like, I I I got I got an idea. I, I got an idea. And um long long and behold, those those ideas has been pretty much one of our biggest motherfucking um finishers <laughs> and successes of the group and whatnot. Like the the triple clash wasn't, it, you know, it, it wasn't something that they jumped aboard quickly. But I was like, yo, I'm like, yo, we should just, like, yo, this, oh, I know we did it with the, we, we did it with, you know, the double one, but you know, let's see how it feels doing a triple styles clash, you know, the, the, the prolific clash. So it was like, nah, like, let's try it. I was like, you get it? And you like, ah, oh, damn, this worked out really well. I was like, hmm. <laughs> like, who would have well, Thank you. Like, who would have guessed? Who would have guessed, guys? Who would have guessed, you know? It's funny because you mentioned, like, prolific, right? Because uh, when we first all met, right, um, I was doing my own thing, and then Pure Ignorance was doing their thing. And then they picked up a third member. So now they have Jace, Noah, Noah Idol running with them. And then this was the first time at the Independent where I officially came out with, like, a Pure Ignorance t-shirt. Because yeah. we've ran before, like in other companies, we've ran before as Ignite Dogs. But yeah. we decided this time, I was like, all right, let me come out with like camo shorts, like same same style colors, yeah. scheme at least, even though those were my Air Force shorts. And then let me come out with a pure ignorance t-shirt. So it was the first time that I got to come out with them on my own gear. And I was like, hey, yo, this this is a weird, but like also very like natural feeling. <laughs> to, like, I'm like, yeah, like it's, it's funny because it's, um, like it's the one thing to like like be tagged up with people and whatnot, but it's another thing to actually like roll with your friends, because all of a sudden sometimes you have a tendency of like you. I want to say you, you you never you you never break character, but you can see like yo these guys are having so much fun right now, just bullshitting and stuff like that. And it's yeah. like and it, and it and it and it it shows when it comes to prolific, especially when it comes to introduction time. We um I, I like to take helm on the stupidness. <laughs> Of what I do, uh, like, and whatnot. But like I said, man, like once you find like a synergy with your group and stuff like that, then you know, the sky's the limit and stuff like that. And 
it makes a lot of the things that we focus on in this industry a lot a lot smoother. It was funny because like when we first met, right? Um, like we all kind of like gravitated towards a person, right? Uh, yeah. Prince with Tyree, uh, Chaz, Marquis, and then you and I uh, kind of like gravitate. And I was like, I just see so much similarities in all of it because Chaz is. Chaz, Chaz, Chaz is a pretty one. He's the one that's like, yeah, I, I've got the, I've got, I know I'm good looking. I'm gonna be loud and brash about everything. And then Prince is like, wants to be the muscle. And at the time, like, I looked at myself and I was like, I'm just gonna be the guy that just kind of is the quiet leader behind the scenes and kind of like pushes people in certain directions and see what how things go. And evolve four years later, like y'all still doing your thing, and y'all picked up a fourth member as well. <laughs> yeah. And it's like uh, now we now it's just funny to see the similarities of like how everybody is just still like we're we're still mo like I know those guys have gone on to do their things. I still watch like all of your content, and I still like try to yeah. model some of the stuff that I want to do like after like how you're doing it because I like find this very interesting. I was like, how do I work around this way? <laughs> Oh man, honestly, like yo, I, like I said, man, it just it just came with a lot of like studying and just like finding a and finding a formula, and then it was like yo, all right, bet I consider myself to be a smart guy. I consider myself to be a very highly intelligent person, but I also consider myself like yo, if I don't know, I'm going to find a blueprint that works, and then I'm just gonna wind up making it my own. Like when I started prolific, I honestly, I really just like, uh, I, I wanted a group where I could be around people in a like, like where I could just you know have a brotherhood or like if it if it don't work, at least I get to be with my friends, like or at least I'm, I could be with people that I could be I, I I could be in a car with someone for more than fifteen minutes and not want to blow their head up, and when I'm like and the and these guys are that <laughs> and Lala is that I'm just like oh my like, damn I just I just I just want to just have a group where I could just be in a car with someone and I and I don't. Want to. And I was like, and and all of us, even with the wise brother, I was like, all right, we we we, I think we have something going. And then after a while, it's like, me and Marcus already knew each other. Me and Todd knew each other. I was like, yo, Marcus, meet my boy Todd. Let's see how we how, how this three clicks and stuff like that. And I was like, all right, bet. Then stuff like that. Ty had the more Ty had um more experience. And because uh, he started before, he started before me and stuff like that. But I was like, for some strange reason, it was just like, like I, I, I feel like because I could, I consume so much, I kind of like caught up with him when it came to like that, that timing and experience and stuff like that. And it was just like, I, like I, I have a plan. I just, just, I, I, I'll tell it. I'm like, I, I swear to God, like once I figure, once I figure it out, I will tell y'all it. But like, y'all, I'm like, I need y'all to blindly have faith in me <laughs> like, just, <laughs> like just just like you have blind faith i don't know and like then next i know like four years later i'm just like prolific and now I become an internationally global thing like yeah and so, it, yeah. it's cool because like watching y'all continue to push each other and to grow and to challenge each other in different aspects of life and in and, and ways of like growing in the wrestling industry. It's, it's one of those things where it's like, I want to emulate the same thing with, with the guys and yeah. keep like leaning on them and keep pushing them and talk to them about different things. Cause you know, there, of course, like you're always going to have like disagreements and then you're going to oh, yeah. you come to that happy medium at some point. But then like, there's also times where you just have to kind of be like, Hey, listen, like, like you said, just trust me. <laughs> I know I'm it's like, crazy. Just trust me. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, because honestly, it. I feel like numbers also help out with, also help out with stuff like that because numbers don't lie. So it's like, hey, guys, I'm like, yo, this is what I did on my post. And you saw the numbers that it attracted. So I'm just saying maybe we tried this and that and the third and it may help out. But it also like, um, it also, it just came with like, like that bond i'm like we all bonded we're like we all bonded and stuff like that i'm like so uh, it came with like like don't be girl we we all have disagreements we we do have our like we are like a family we are brothers when we disagree we fucking disagree but we also know like even even with our disagreements you know we we put the business aspect first because we know what we're doing is 
eventually is, if not eventually, if it is already, is bigger than us. And we, we're having an effect on people in this industry or outside of the industry. And it, and it you know, it's, it's kind of surreal sometimes. But, um, but like I said, it's just like what makes it work for us sometimes is um, me. I am super competitive, and I'm all, and I also like to talk a lot of shit. One of my favorite things to do is like if I know all three of us are on a car together, and they might uh, either me and Marcus might tag, or or um Tyree might have a singles match, or I might have a singles match. And, Tyree and Marcus might tag. I I like to make a bet. I like to take bets. I'm a, I'm gonna have the better match and stuff like that. <laughs> and, you know, and and it, and honestly speaking, I'm like I feel like that competitiveness brought brought the best out of us, especially early within our our formation because of the fact that no one they didn't know anything about us just yet, and we was gonna and we and we was actually getting a lot of comparisons. To like other black stables in the industry at that time, and then eventually we just like yeah, we we had to break out and do our own thing and show and showcase what what people are know know now is a prolific way. See, and I think I think that's like the next evolution for like pure ignorance, right? Is that I I think I'm gonna have to sit and like whenever I go around in the show to them, I'm just gonna tell them straight up like, "Ayo, I bet you I'm gonna have a better match, y'all," and just to see like. The react. I know Chaz. Chaz instantly. Nah, hell no. Nah. You ain't never gonna have a better match than me, bro. Ain't gonna fucking happen, man. <laughs> like you just Chaz being Chaz. <laughs> I'm like, nah. I, honestly, it it does help. Like I ain't gonna hold you. Like I've I've had to like I've had to swallow my pride and I, and I lost five dollars and shit like that before. I was like, you know, I was like, you know, wrestling. Like when you first break in, your wrestling pain too crazy. But I was like, ah, I got five. I got five, man. Fuck you. I'll have a better match and whatnot. And then, uh, yeah, and all of a sudden, you know, you know, I had to, I, I had to, you know, had to suck it up and pay that five one time. So I had a better match than myself and and and, and Marcus. But I was like, I was like, that's that bullshit. I'm like, yo, you wrestle Jacob five too. I'm like, you ain't gonna have a bad match, motherfucker. But I was like, you know what? I digress. You got it. You got it, okay? Congratulations. Well, we was a close second, motherfucker. But I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, it's it's uh, it's always fun to like be competitive with you. I know, like when we are in the car, we are always talking mad shit to each other because it's like we, we're always talking about like who's doing what and what's going on and how we're gonna get there. And then these guys are always in the, like, mind you, like I've won one single title by myself, right? These dudes are walking around with belts currently, <laughs> yeah. and they're just like, "Yeah, look at all the titles that we won. We still got car. We got the car. Look, the back seat of your car, Cliff, is like being held down by most of our titles." I'm like, "Shut up, man! I'm like, I'm about to kick all y'all out this car, make y'all walk to the show." <laughs> I'm like, honestly, like, yo, let's do. It. I look, I look at it like this. Um, you don't even worry about that shit. Like, it's real talk. Like, like not nah, because all of a sudden, um. Like Ty had all the single titles and stuff like that. Ty had all the single stuff. Like he was just winning belts at like various promotions and stuff like that. Even even at our homegrown, he was a he was a, he was a single champ. He like he held the title I held uh, and whatnot. But I was like, I'm like you got my belt right now. I was like, and and, and all of a sudden, me and Marcus held the tag titles, and I always kind of found kind of funny because um. I beat Marcus in a triple threat to become the tag team champs. And I, ironically, I pinned him. Long and behold, we form. Um, I was quite adamant. I was like, you know what? Uh, yo, if we win these titles, you got you to gotta get the pin, fam. And I was like, like to be real, my yo, this is... I've had my moments where I've, met, where I've won the title and I've became champ and I've done this. But I was like, yo, this is your moment. And I mean, I'm here for that with you and stuff like that. So that always kind of like, that always, you know, made me kind of like, I'm like, damn, bro, look at that. Beautiful. Like, oh, 180 again, look at that. And stuff like that. <laughs> but then my favorite part is um, I became the a heavyweight champ before Ty. And I was like, that was awesome. I was like, that was my night title. He had them titles. I was like, he had those, like, he had more title, you know, he had more titles. But I got the heavyweight one first and stuff like that. So like, still, still upgraded. Virgin, Virgin two, 
of this of this heavyweight title um that's now a world title but like yeah it's, it's dope and now he has his first heavyweight title and i was there for him when he won it uh so i was like yo like it's it's it's, it's i'm like i wouldn't like i said don't worry about what you don't have right now because it in a matter of time and whatnot once it like i feel like once it clicks and then everyone starts seeing what you're doing i'm like then you'll start getting those opportunities and start building that trust where all of a sudden you become that guy or that or that guy on the way up yeah no i i was just meaning like in a sense of it's just funny because like if i ever wanted to play something down like these dudes play a trump card like oh yeah but we got yeah. all the i'm like oh man you know, I don't, one, day, one day, bro. One day. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, that's like, like for real. I'm like, yeah, trust me, man. You'll be good. You'll be good. I'm like, all of a sudden, you're gonna get a, you're gonna get a belt, like a brand new belt that's, you know, better looking than theirs. And be like, well, y'all got these old ass tag titles, and here I am just ripping some <laughs> new smells. The love, the love, not even, ain't even bent up. It's still firm. Like, yeah, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> so. I guess like where I love doing about this this episode or this style of like this podcast, right? Is uh let's say like you're in a match, right? Or you get you're getting a call up a match, right? And you get like this person that's relatively young, right? So you ask them like how long they've been in, they say they're like coming up on their fifth year. Like, what are kind of some of the expect expectations that you have for that person to see like how you how you feel like you can handle them in a ring? Uh, I just uh <laughs> Damn, because it's not really a secret. Like, like you could tell. My, like you should. Mm. Ha! Huh, because I don't want to make it sound like a dick, or I don't want to make it sound like you know, like pull a vet card and stuff like that. But I, it, it's just more the lines of like, if I, if I understand that you're five years in, all right, bet. I knew how I was five years in and stuff like that. I was, I was a sponge, but I was also trying to be respectful at the same time on, on the vet that I had. But I also learned, being that I am now, that just because a person has been in the game for a long period of time, it does not always mean that they're good. You can be doing this for 20 goddamn years, but all of a sudden, like, if you're 20 years after you know, pretty much regulated you, I'm staying in the, in the same goddamn spot with no progression, then you like, then all of a sudden, there's nothing I can learn from you in that aspect. Because you you decided not to progress at the same time. But with that being said, I'm like, yo, if, I, if the person I'm like, I'm five years in, I'm like, all right, cool, what do you do? I'm like, what do you, you know, I, I asked them what do they like to try and incorporate or just just get a feel for them and, and stuff like that. And it's like, also, like, do you make eye to eye contact when you're calling this match with me? I'm like, I need to know your attention span because it's like, once that bell ring, it's just me and you. It was like, like, and stuff like that. So I'm just like, all right, let's talk. Okay. All right. Hmm. I don't know about that. <laughs> We're going to see. And then after a while, like, I feel like sometimes the things that you call in your match, or at least in, at least in my match, I don't always do. <laughs> like, I don't do everything I call. That's just me. That's just me. Sometimes it's like, yo, you do this a while, you just go by the feel of the crowd and then you just like sometimes you, you just you know, you change things you change things up and whatnot, how the energy rocks. It's it's funny because like I, I've so being relatively young and still like growing in this, right? Uh I've been in positions where I've been able to lead people and I've been in positions where obviously like I'm following. But one of my favorite moments was I was at a SWA in Shady Grove, right? And uh, King Kalua comes to me, and I it's my it's my I think it's my first match at SWA, and TJ puts me with their their heavyweight champion, right? So I'm sitting there, and King Kalua shows up, and I get up, and I shake his hand, I'm like, "Hey, how's he going, sir?" And then the first question he asked me, "So, Red Dog, what do you do?" And I was like, "Sell and listen." <laughs> he just He's like exactly. He did that. He he smirked and then he laughed and then he goes, "I like that answer, but what do you really do?" And I was like, "All right, let's talk." <laughs> and then like, like, I'm like, "Nah," could it? And like, 
could I hear that from time to time and stuff like that and and whatnot and it makes me and it makes me laugh because it, it also tells me that you know like it tells me either like like a few things it's like all right he's hanging around a lot of old ass vets and stuff like that so I was like all right too like you ain't all right motherfucker you ain't got a stroke why you go I'm, I'm still i'm just i'm just i'm just, I'm just wolf i get it uh i'm like now and, and my but you came you came with respect you might and you're also trying to lighten the mood because you know you want to leave a good impression and stuff like that and that's always a good thing because you know like credible vets you know credible vets can help you get from point a to point b and don't mind dropping those gems like when you like at a like, I would just say like a nine o'clock at night, like message and stuff like hell. I, I do that from time to time, and I'm and I'm ten years in. I, I hit up Black G's or Rich Swan. I'm like, yeah, hey, hey. I just wanna. Are you? I'm sorry. Are you up? Yes. Can you uh, just check this match out. Let me know what you think. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, and I do, and I get nervous, and I be like, good, good stuff and stuff like that. But I, I get it. Um. I'm like, nah, when I hear stuff like that, I'm just like, all right, cool, Batman, just relax. All right, we got X, Y, and Z. It's the time we got. Just, just tell, try and tell a story. I'm like, right now, wrestling has seen everything. Wrestling, there's there, there's nothing that you can do that is going to, that that you, you cannot reinvent the wheel. Just, just do something that most people don't do, and that's just tell a good story in the ring. Yeah. See, it was funny because, like, uh, at the Wrestling Independent, right, uh, Trucker Josh, uh, he's also been kind of he's he's newer to the game. Right. He's been in for a little bit. Um, so the first thing I did when I found out that I was working him, I yeah. went to I went to him. I DM'd him. And the first thing I said was, hey, man, it's going to be you and me. And he was excited. I was excited, too, because I, I like Trucker. Um, so then I told him, I was like, yo. I think the story, and I hit up Mike. I asked Mike what what he wanted, and he said it was just we two baby faces working it out. I was like, "Cool, can we get?" Uh, and I wrote back to him. I was like, "Yo, can we do it like like two hungry kids that are trying to fight, but like one person has clearly a little bit more experience than the other, and then we can go with that?" And he was like, "Yeah, I bet." So then I hit up Trucker, and I was like, "Yo, this is the story that we should tell," and that's what we did. So we tried to keep it fifty fifty the best that we could, and then we, you know, obviously I, I we ended up on a on a roll. And that's like how, how the pin happened, but it was because I was thinking about like how would other people tell this story. I was like, well, if we're gonna try to try to keep it baby face, baby face, then we'll just tell the story of like this guy just has a little bit more experience and he won because of this, and it took that last second thing to to get it done. Yeah, uh, with that, I would just baby baby. It's not tough to talk about sometimes, but like, cause you know, when you always get trained by these old school cats, they always say, like, say to you know, keep your cake, like, cake, brother. Um, but I would say, like, there's, there's a formula for baby, baby versus baby. It's just like, just someone has to always be the aggressor. Yeah. Like, you never want to steer off to like straight heel, but you also want to cement yourself as somebody has to be the aggressor and somebody has to be the one that's going to be vulnerable to grab the attention. Or some or garner some type of sympathy for you know the crowd to engage and stuff yeah. like that. And that makes that makes sense. It was one of those things where I would and see it goes back to like the experience side of things and just like yeah. trying to learn. And you know, I felt like for the most part in our match, like we told a pretty decent story. I'm not gonna yeah. say it was perfect because even going back and watching it, there's like some things that I think that we could have changed. I, I where everybody's gonna be that way could have changed and could have made um but it was definitely funny just like to go to go back and watch again and be like all right did we really get to tell the story the way we wanted to and in some aspects yes and other aspects no and i'm like all right well we learned something today so we can take it on and keep it moving i like, I like nah like i i understand where you're coming from i'm like i'm like i'm talking about you know there there's going to be a very, very few times in your career where you're going to have that perfect match. Very few, very few fucking times. I'm just like, I've, I've, whew. Um, I'm going to say I've had a handful. I like, I've had some. 
some solid bangers. I've had some great matches, but I can honestly say I never had that one match. So I was like, yo, there's nothing I did here that I'm like, this, I can't like I I, I want to nitpick this so bad. I'm like, and they're like, and I and I asked some people nitpick, and I was like, damn. So I'm like, I right, mm. like we can't. They're they're a perfect match, and it's like, all right, bet. How can I make this? A, how can I make this ongoing thing with the next match? <laughs> no, I, I, I can't <laughs> like, wait. Like, I can't. I can't wait to have that match. <laughs> I'm just like, honestly speaking, like you're in year five, and I would say like this is, and it's like no pressure, but I'm like this is like this is the time where all of a sudden you really start to understand wrestling. Like it is. It's this is the time where all of a sudden like. Um, it's oh, this it feels so real saying this because I'm like, this was like it wasn't said to me per se, but all of a sudden, like, this was something I would always try. I was so adamant about finding out, like, when, like, when does it click where it makes sense? And honestly speaking, like, it it happened around like your like the time, like, your time, like, my fifth year of things, like. Like it was like blemishes, but now it's like it it, it kind of clicked once. Like I, this is a you know shit or get off their pot, and I need to figure out what I'm doing because I can't allow this to fail, and I can't allow for us to fail. And I'm like I can lose money, but I'm like you know there's one thing I can't lose, and that's and that's. You know, it's 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 crazy because like when I think about I, I it was funny because I, I I said that same thing to Chaz. I was like, listen, man, like I get it. Like I started late, you know, being that I started at like 34 in this business. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, that's it's fine. I, f- I give myself like a 10 year window. Like I figured yeah. 10 years is like a good time frame. And I was like, so at year five, like I have to pick it up. Like I have to like realize like what's what's going on how's it going how can i handle this in this situation not like every i don't need a plan for every situation but just your baseline sure. stuff that i can like okay if we've gone off tour hey let's let's figure out how we're gonna get back on the on the on the road and it's it's one of those things where i like i've pushed myself and studied and then like i knew like i was never gonna be good on a camera so i needed to work on that which i created a podcast for that because now i talk all the time on a microphone like i've i've learned like how to adapt and change and, and pick things up. Uh, I and, and it was crazy because like I didn't know how to make graphic designs. And so I tried to make myself like a, a weapon <laughs> in, in that aspect and learn how to do that. Like I started trying new things to figure out how I can make myself a better asset in this company or in this business and make it better, right? Because that's ultimately what we all want to do. But I'm like, yeah, yeah you, always was... wanna, you always want to leave it better. You always want to leave it better than what, what you found it. Um it's actually funny that you say that because I'm like that was the first thing I'm like that was one of the things that I I heard as I like progressed and I started to go places, like I'm like you know you want to learn how you found it and then actually you know like I get to like CZW and like DJ is like, what do you want to do? Like, I want to make a difference. Fuck that. What you want to do is make money. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I was like, I was like. Damn, you got a point. Uh, like, you right. know, you want to make want to make money. Cause like, once you make your money and you solidify your shit, then you can make a fucking difference. I was like, yeah. Damn. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. <laughs> I looked at Marcus. I was like, I don't want to agree with him right now because you know I feel like we we have we were really strong in our principles. But I've been thinking about upping our pay. And it was like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it made sense. It like, really does. I like, nah, I did. I was like, oh, God damn it. I'm like, this whole time, like, here I, I was doing X, Y, and Z, and I was a capitalist this whole goddamn time. And it was like, mm. <laughs> Like, but like, hopefully I'm making, yeah, like hopefully I'm making a difference while being a capitalist at this point. Like, like, 
it's one of those things too is where like networking like really helps out and like finding places because like you mentioned like czw which you know i know they run their shows sometimes out of maryland and a lot of times they run out of jersey and it's like yeah. i i recently like i say recently as in like this last year uh i had it broken down to me in a way that i never thought i would be like expecting right <laughs> and it was a. Uh, uh, I was talking with E.L. O'Neill, and uh, it was about because I was moving to Massachusetts. I was moving Massachusetts from Maryland, and uh, E.L. I was telling E.L. about how I didn't feel right about asking people to kind of put my name out there because I didn't want them to look bad. But then, like, yeah. I also wanted to make it on my own accord. And then he said, "Listen, man, he's like, you don't watch every single show, or you don't read every single description on Netflix, do you?" And I was like, "No." He's like, "But if your friend suggested," A show to you would you watch it and i was like well yeah and then i was like oh <laughs> i get it and so like now i have to like i think i'm getting to that point where like i can i can reach out to other promoters and talk to them about like getting on their shows and stuff like that but it really comes down to asking for help and then utilizing the network that i've like started to build like through the area oh yeah man like like wrestling is a big networking is is just it, it is a it's a big world in a small bubble that's the yeah. best way i can put that because lord i'm like it, it's, it's it's crazy places i go to nowadays and like and they recognize who the hell i am and i'm just like i haven't even worked here before like or ever and y'all know who i am it's, it feels surreal and stuff like that and it just is and it's a great like engaging moment and stuff like that but um Honestly speaking, like, like we actually have a combine in at CZW January seventeenth. Like, you know, send that shit in. I'm just like, like crazy part about it is, you know, the person that's also assisting running that you're on, you're talking to them right now. So like, like just show, just show up, man. Like, yo, my honestly, you have like. Is uh, it will be a great atmosphere. You have my myself there, um, Deshaun Pratt, probably probably the rep, DJ Hyde himself. Um, like you, you have opportunities where all of a sudden you can just like, you know, just you show what you got and show what you got, uh, and as well as you know, get you know, get critiqued by some of the best guys in the business to do so. So yeah. and then like so, I'm putting myself. I'm putting. I'm putting. I'm putting the open invitation out there. You know, so you know, no bullshit. You know? Yeah, CZW is a place that like I've been wanting to work at for a while. And then the funny part is like uh, the other like earlier this year they had the 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 best. You know, the the best of the best. Oh, yeah, best of the best. Yes, yes. And then looking at the best of the best roster, right? I was like, yo, I've I've had. I think it was like eight people, nine people. And I was like, I've had six of the nine people on this podcast that's on that show. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, and I started seeing more people start showing up. And I'm like, oh, I've had that person on the show. I've had that person on the show. I was like, I should definitely like reach out. <laughs> Which is, you know, and it's, it's crazy to me sometimes. Um, like everyone that's like, that's like that's been signed or you know that you know that's finally getting there to do all of us came like all of us came up together within the two, 2015 class so i was like i'm on best of the best with myron i'm 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 like i'm on their way uh oh man ken broadway i'm just like like jordan oliver all of us literally we, we, it, it makes me laugh because like yeah we all we was all like we all graduated at the same time. It was like I see my friends and stuff that I see who I'm cool with or I came up with on TV, like the Max Casters and the MJFs and stuff like that, the Owens. And I was just like, damn, man. I was like, mm, so this is how this is how that feels. Okay. Well, this is this is how that feels. Like like the class with LeBron James and the Wayne Ray and Carmel Anthony was in it, like I'm like, ah oh, shit, let's go. So I'm like, <laughs> and all of a sudden, we got to see him like in the, in the 2015 class is like what we're doing and stuff like that. It's like, all right, all right, <laughs> it's gonna, I'm like, it's gonna have to, be, it's gonna have, have to be my year soon. I'm like, it's gonna, I'm gonna have to. I don't know. 
I'm gonna show out. You know, just, just gotta give me that shot and stuff like that. But but um but I don't want you to ever feel like yo, you you never you, you can never start at a bad time. It's just you're gonna get what you put in. You're gonna get out yeah. what you put in in a sense. That's it. You know, it's it's funny because I think of like uh you saying that it, it I don't know if you've seen a meme lately, like on uh, Instagram, on, on Reels, or on TikTok, but it's The Rock, right? And The Rock says, uh, one day or day one. Yeah. And it hits so hard for me because, like, right now, like, my my goal was just to get into pro wrestling. That's all yeah. it was. Like, I didn't even know what I wanted to do. I just wanted to get in. And then I look back at, like, how far, like, I've come from like my first practice to yeah. like to my most recent match. I'm like, damn, bro. Like I definitely have enjoyed this journey that has happened, but as like, now I need to have new goals. And I think when I was talking to O'Shea um, on this, on the show, uh, I said the same thing. I, he was like, so what do you want to do? I was like, I don't know. And now I'm looking back. I was like, I said it to, uh, I said it to TJ Sykes at uh, SWI. I was like, I want to be the face of a company. That's that's what I want to be. I want someone to trust me and say, yeah. you know what? Red Dog's that dude. Like, I'm going to put a title on him, and I want him to to showcase because he's the kind of example that of a person that I want on my shows. And so I'm like, all right, how do I get there? What am I going to do? And then I just keep telling myself, just going to grind. That's really all it is. <laughs> you just grind and keep pushing and just keep working for everything. Um. That's interesting because I'm like, like I, I like to say I'm like, have a long term goal, but focus on the short term goals. Yeah. First short term goal, get into wrestling. Bam, check. That was my short term goal. I'm like, all right, cool. Get into wrestling. All right, next step. Let's let's try and get my ass on on these shows. Because words of like I trained at words of wrestling um off the rip of out of Johnny Ross in a sense. Um and we used to have monthly shows and then we used to have our pre-shows. And pre-shows was only two matches. You know, this was like the student showcase and stuff like that. And I was like, fuck, nah, I gotta get on this. I need to get on this. Mind you, I I just started. I was like, but I, I gotta get on it. And it was like something gotta something gotta click. It's like, um, I had my first match in front of somebody, in front of a crowd, four weeks after my training. Like, wasn't expecting that shit. Someone fucked up. I get a, uh, a, a I get a tag on 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 Facebook. Hey, Isaiah, someone fucked up. You're the next man up. Hope you have gear. I commented, "Yeah, I'll be ready." Lying through my fucking teeth. I had no such thing as ring gear. <laughs> I, I did not have ring gear. I, oh, my God. Huh, I actually still have the MMA shorts um, from my first fucking match, as well as the kick pads. You know, my daughter actually wears the kick pads around the house when she wants to dress like Wolf and, and, and stuff like that. Uh, and they weren't even like the kick pads I wear now. Like the kick pads that I had that I invested money in. They were like these little taller like, kick pads that you get that you get off of Amazon. I was like, I think this works. I think this looks cool. Like like so terrible. Um but then I just I look and I and I look at how far I've come from there from that to this. And I'm just like, damn. I was like and it kinda like takes me back and I'm like, you don't really like when you're in it, you don't really get to see where you're coming from or how far you made it. And I would, like never would have thought, I'm like, damn, all right, but I've, 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 I've done this. I've wrestled this. I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm on TV in a sense. I'm just like, oh, shit. Yeah, I'm overseas. Like, I didn't never think I'll be overseas over a dream. It was like, shit. I made a world title of title. I made a world title of world title because of a dream. I did that shit, and it was like, yeah. And it, and it didn't really dawn on me until actually I came back home and shit like that. And I was like, yeah, I am jet black like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I did something. So 
feel like so don't ever feel like you know like and I, and I, and, I, and I get it I get it like as a wrestler as a man and like it's a, it's a shitty feeling when you feel like you're in quicksand like like in a, in a wrestling sense like mm-hmm. or just overall like you know no matter how much you how much you fight but going absolutely nowhere like you are you are fighting but the more you fight the deeper your ass is sinking I'm telling you this right now, you're you're fine. Those moments where you feel like that, it's like it it is it is a part of the process. It's the shitty part of the process. And even I go through it, but I was like, you also gotta look at what you could have done as opposed to what you're doing now. And that's always where I feel like that's the that's the shit that helps you progress as opposed to worrying about what you're not doing could you couldn't have been you could have you could have been doing jack shit like honestly yeah like shit, you can try it up man i could have been working at i could have been working at fucking at h&m's right now like <laughs> like not knocking not knocking but i work at h&m's you know especially those that you know that choose to make a career out of h&m's but i was like you know I did work at H and M's. I'm not gonna lie, I did work. I'm like, but I need to pay. For, I need to pay for wrestling school. Fuck, uh, that was my second job. I was like, quick. <laughs> no, it, it, it's one of those things where it's like, uh, I, I sit back and I'm like, I try to figure out, like, who, like, I guess where where my next step is gonna be, right? Where I'm gonna go, what I'm gonna do, and it's like you have to keep advancing your goals and stuff like that, and keep pushing, and like, keep looking. And it was funny because, like, like I said, right? Like, I started off, and it was just like, "Hey, uh, instead of watching wrestling on TV every week, why not try? Why yeah. not go for it?" And then, you know, if people are like, "Well, you're too old," okay, whatever. I I, I missed yeah. the boat, but I gave it the college try, and shit just didn't work out. Yeah. However, shit kind of worked out <laughs> a little yeah. bit. I'm like, your next step honestly speaking is now finding yourself like getting yourself at promotions where all of a sudden you're 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 surrounding yourself around guys that's been places are still going to places and i and and all of a sudden a locker room that's willing to you know help you and i was like yo you've been at russell open that's a good look I'm like, especially when you have like core guys there from day one that like, you know, like Tyree, who like shit, if you if you ask this dude to help you or give you feedback, he will do it if he knows you're not bullshitting him. I know this for a fact. I'm like, and this man will talk wrestling. Like we will talk wrestling if we could, like on a on an eight hour car ride and and not to the point where we got to our fucking destination. It's about that passion, but it's also like you need to start finding yourself or like other. Even if you're just trying to help out, if you get you get those chances, like you know, you know, like a guy that you watch on television that's in your local area or that's just at a place that you know, like I'm there or somebody else there, or like you know, just want to help out, go there. Like it, like honestly, like you know, it never hurts to to lend a helping hand, especially if there's an opportunity where all of a sudden you can learn something different than what you learned before yeah it was um it's it's been kind of cool because like the last couple weeks like i've been going up to bio and like just training um and uh it's been it's been kind of eye-opening to just be like all right cool because like it's been and there's like two things that's happened right so being at wrestling open and being there weekly and just kind of watching the product not really like you know i may not be involved every week but just getting to watch the product and then going to practice and like training and stuff like that. I was just talking to, uh, I was talking to Drew about this, right. Um, in the ring, like I hit a couple moves and when I went back and watched some of my older film, like I would throw, I, let's say I throw an arm drag, right. I would get up, I'd look at the crowd, but my back would be faced towards my opponent. Right. And yeah. I would turn around and be like, yeah, let's come on. This time I hit the arm drag. I pop up and I never and I never felt myself turn. I just kept yeah. looking straight forward and I was like, 
oh, okay, this is what that's supposed to feel like. So I was telling you, I was like, yeah, like the only, the the real biggest critique, and this was something I had said to you, I was like, you had told me too, was like, I really wasn't playing much to the hard cam, like to crowd was into the match kind of, but it wasn't yeah. like, I just knew like the little mistakes that I have made in the past, like just all of a sudden, like I just wasn't making, I was like, yeah. Hey, we're here. We're 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 doing the right things. We're getting there. So yeah. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> and that and that's and that matter. And I apply that to like when you feel comfortable, then all of a sudden your progression is gonna be a lot easier and stuff like that. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, all right, cool. I know what I can do. I know what I could bring to the table. I'm confident in my I'm confident in my fundamentals. And that's one of the big things I, I tell anyone, especially in their fifth year. I'm just like, yo. I don't give a shit about your moves. I don't care. How is your fundamentals? How is your fundamentals and your footwork? I'm like, I promise, I promise you, your fundamentals and your footwork will carry you so much far if you just I'm like if I'm like if if they are solid. I'm just like, I'm like, it's, I'm like ten years. I'm like, and this is and this is me literally just like hitting some bet shit. If you ever watch those Young Lion New Japan matches, they don't do nothing of what they see on the main show. They should, They are literally doing what is being given to them and they have perfected to a T and that's just pretty much fundamental stuff. Clothesline, forearm, drop kick, boss and grab, snapmare. Pretty much your basic rudimentary moves but they do it in a way where you believe that. And that's what make and, and that's why I always say like young guys watch those matches because they're in, they're telling you a story and they're not doing shit. And next thing you know, three to four years later, you watch their ass like, come back with a whole new persona, and next you know they're wrestling fucking Okada. For the goddamn <laughs> for the title somehow, man. Like, how, how the fuck? How? How? Yeah, he got good. He got good real quick. Like, damn, son. Like, shit. Like, the prime, yo, prime example. This is like, that's why I like to, this is a, this is why I always say it's kind of like fun because, like, the class I came out of, y'all, you might know that as Yo and Show. You know, all of a sudden they were a part of the Chaos crew back in the day. Well, they were, you know, part of, like, they split. But when they came, there was a they were young lions in New Japan, went on excursion and, and whatnot. Be, they were they were calling themselves the like the, the sushi boys and shit, terrible and whatnot. But all of a sudden they 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 did their excursion. They went to they they you know they paid their dues in Japan and um in Japan. They got to leave. They go to Mexico. They went to Canada. They went to the U.S. They went to London. When they came back to, to to New Japan with a whole new persona, being a part of chaos, they were fucking ready. I'm just like like they it, like you literally have to think of it like think of it like that. You master your fundamentals to the point where now you can take those fundamentals and then learn new fundamentals in different places. The Mexican fundamentals, the American fundamentals. So now by the time you actually come back, you know you can show your ass because you've learned a thousand basics and all of a sudden and all, all in that time span. Mm, I like that. I like that a lot, actually. I think I'm just going to start doing, that's my next thing to start doing is just like, not necessarily traveling the world, but probably watching like a lot more matches from a lot of different areas. So that way I can like, yeah, man, like, like, honestly, like I became, like, you know, this is like probably the most fucking thing I said about myself. I became a better performer when I broke my ankle. Like, mm. <laughs> real with you, because, Though I was though I was seething, I was in my feelings. I was angry at the world. I was bitter for like, and and that was just in three days. Um, I also knew like I was away from a emotional eater, box of cereal a day. Uh, <laughs> but I, I realized this is the part of the job, and I'm like, all right, cool. I really I also come to the realization, yo, what I was doing before I got injured, I cannot do right now so like how can i change that up and give myself longevity so i won't have to worry about doing that or having that incident happen or at least if, if it happens i know I've, I've, i'm solidified myself 
with the fundamentals on the basics or just great storytelling. I was just watching old chain wrestling matches, NXT UK, NXT UK um, defiant wrestling at that time, or WCPW. I was watching fucking I, ICW when it used to be on YouTube and over in Scotland. I was literally just becoming a student of the international game and then eventually i started incorporating what i watched about a thousand fucking times because i was like i would see something i'm like oh damn that's crazy how did he do that why did he do that okay and then when i was actually clipping back in the ring i just had a whole different mentality and i'm like i was just, just doing shit that was never seen before and it just like eventually it was like damn i didn't give myself a whole new dimension of a performer. I like that. I like that a lot. I see. This. I, I definitely. I'm gonna start using that. Like, I'm just gonna start watching. Like I said, I'm gonna start checking a lot of other stuff out. Listen. Uh, I want to take this over to uh another great game that we have. So I we don't think we we didn't do this on the first podcast. We didn't do so. We normally we had like the ten count questions, and I don't think we did. We did. That. We we did. did. Yeah. Right. So we have a different one. And it's called Pin Submit DQ. I'm gonna give you three characters. You got pin one, submit one, and then DQ the other one. All right. All right. So first three that we're gonna choose, right? Uh, the Giant, Kane, and Undertaker. Pin the Undertaker. Um, submit Kane. DQ the Giant. I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh, Batman, Superman, and the Green Lantern. And at that, it's John Stewart. Pin Superman. Submit Batman. DQ the Green Lantern. You know why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hitting that man with a yellow yellow pencil. That's it. You got it. got it. You know why. <laughs> and then uh last but not least, uh Scar, Mufasa, and Curtis. Damn, that's a tough one, cut the Curtis. Um I, you know what? <laughs> you know what? I'm actually gonna DQ, I'm actually gonna DQ Scar. I'm gonna submit Mufasa and be and and then just to get the just to get the ultimate heat, I'm gonna pin Curtis. <laughs> and for those who don't know, you're gonna have to go back and listen to find out. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back. Shit. Like, <laughs> 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 well, listen. That's that's all my questions and things I have. So the last thing I just need from you is to let our listeners and our viewers know where they can find you. Oh man, very very simple. Um, Twitter or X. Twitter X. I don't. You know what? Whatever. Yeah, you can find me there as uh, uh, the <laughs> the Isaiah Wolf. Um, Instagram is Isaiah underscore Wolf twenty three, and Facebook is just Isaiah Wolf. There Very you simple. go. Simple. Told you where you can find him. So, like every great part of a wrestling match, we got to take this home because this is now entering two hundred one, and I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, the man that leads you up to a mountain called wrestling. But like every good Sherpa, it's never about me. It's about who's entering. So who's entering? You see him right there. Isaiah Wolf. So you guys know what to do. Tune into the next episode and be there. Or you're legitimately just like following us on all of our social media platforms. Just subscribe to our YouTube channel. You're following us on Spotify. You're listening to us to on Amazon Music or iHeartRadio or whatever how that dumb jingle goes. You're uh, sharing this with your friends. You're sharing this with your parents. You're sharing this with your other families that you don't actually acknowledge. Probably that cousin that you cut out three times on the tree and then put them back in. You're even sharing this with your pets or your enemies because we love haters too. You're picking up all of our merch. Are you really just kind of waiting for this episode to end? You're waiting for the outro and then you're choosing another episode to listen to. Kawaii. What's going on, Three Count Nation? I'm Clifford Red Dog Miller with the catchphrase. But what I really want to do right now, go to twitter.com, right? Go over there, find us at the Three Count underscore pod, give us a follow, give us a like, give us a comment. We want to talk to you guys. Go to IG at the Three Count Pod, 
Give us a like, give us a follow, leave us a comment. We want to interact with you. Go to youtube.com, give subscribe, turn the bell on, turn on notifications, leave a comment. We want to talk to you. Go to anger.fm forward slash the three count podcast and in there you can leave us a message and we will talk to you. Basically what I'm trying to tell you is that we want to talk to you. We want to have fun with you guys and we love listening to what you guys have to say. Also one thing I need you to do for me, the three count podcast also has merchandise. At ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the three count pod. Please go buy our t-shirts. We love you guys and we hope you love us too. So show us some support, please.